All right, all right, all right. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Beluga Bets podcast. I'm your host, Connor Knott. We're here to discuss week four. But first, let's get into our sponsor, of course, our partner, Buffalo Sports Emporium. This episode is brought to you by Buffalo Sports Emporium, where you can get high-end sports memorabilia at reasonable prices. Visit www.ebay.com slash USR slash Buffalo Sports Emporium for all your needs. And they also have a store that is now open in Buffalo, New York. It's in the news, folks. You can check that on their Instagram or their website at Buffalo Sports Emporium for that address. But yeah, brick and mortar store now open. So head over if you're in the area and you want some sports memorabilia. Anyway, guys, let's let's get into the picks. But I think first, it's only fitting that we release a little a little press release here. Um, I was quoted in the TikTok allegedly saying Hurricane Ian won't do that much damage. And a hurricane named Ian is probably a pussy hurricane. Now, in retrospect, I don't look like the smartest guy saying that. It, it is looking like Hurricane Ian might might do a little bit of damage. I I did say Hurricane Ian might not even take out a single house. I'm going to retract that statement. I'm going to go ahead and pull back on that one. I'm going to I'm going to pull back a little bit. If you if you see what I'm saying, um I was probably wrong there. Was probably wrong there. It is the first time I've ever been wrong. But anyway, let's let's get into the football cuz who cares about people's houses getting destroyed and death and all that. That's inevitable. That happens every day. Not every day do we have a slate. Do we have a beautiful juicy, I mean, slate I just want to diddle. I don't think that's appropriate. But I just want to diddle the shit out of this slate. I mean, I'm going to, okay, I'm just going to stop myself from using that language anymore. I like the slate, guys. I like the slate. Okay, I'm going to be mature about it. I just enjoy the slate. I like looking at it. I want to get my fingers all up in it. You know, I'm really excited. Anyway, let's review last week really quickly. So week three, we had our first flat out positive week. We went three and two. It was great. Um, We did miss on our lock, which was the Vikings. I don't like eating points with a lock, and that was probably a mistake there, at, and I do regret it. It's annoying. It's unfortunate. But 3-2 and two nonetheless is really good. The Raiders also screwed us, and that was a pick we didn't really like as much as our other picks. We probably just got to narrow it down to a four-card or four-team card at that point if we're really going to go that route. But, yeah, I, I do like the card a lot this week. I think we're going to get better. I think we can go two above 500 for how many picks we're going to have. I'm not sure how many it's going to end up being. I'm trying to narrow it down because I have so many games I really like this week, and it's just never a good formula to go in with a nine-pick nine, nine pick card. I don't think that's, that's just shooting for this, the moon, and you're gonna not even going to end up in the stars at that point. You're going to end up in uh, Tampa, Florida. So, <laughs> yeah, make more Hurricaneian jokes, Connor. That's really great. Um, anyway, little recap for you guys last week. Besides our 3-2 and two week on the stuff we did have on our card, on the podcast, we, the picks we game, we picked at every game of the week, and we went 14-2, and no, 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 wait, no, we went 11-11-4-1, sorry, 11-4-1 in the 16 games that played, so we pushed on the Texans, they plus three, they pushed, I got them live actually during that game, plus 11 and a half, and it was amazing, it was stress-free, um, not to brag, but yeah, we went 11-4-1, we went it was pretty cool, um, just hit on a ton of games, so we're getting a feel, I think. And we just gotta we just gotta get better at picking the games we're gonna take and, and figuring out how we're gonna do that. So I actually today do have also an official website. I'm using uh VSIN for the handle percentage. So I'm seeing the handle percentage on each team and the bet percentage. So pretty helpful, I would say. And I'm um, just gonna give us some good insight, I think, into the who to take and, and what we wanna do here. But yeah, let's just let's get right into this slate, baby. Starting with this Thursday night game which guys this is 
this is a classic game that I tell you guys, this is my biggest strategy in gambling. There's no logic that you need to take with this game. So the Bengals are hosting the Dolphins. The Bengals are eating. I'm seeing three and a half points and four points on, on my platforms right now. I'm, let's call it four for the podcast sake. I'll take the, the worst line for the favorite um, and, and roll with that. So the Bengals being minus four at home against the Dolphins. We all know that the, the standard line for a game is a team taking and eating three points at home. That's if the two teams are even, that's what it's considered. So the Vegas is essentially telling us with this game, hey, the Bengals are one point better than the Dolphins. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, the Bengals are one and two. They lost to the, the freaking Cowboys with Cooper Rush, of course, and they just haven't looked good at all. They lost to the Steelers, too. The Steelers are horrible as well. And so it doesn't really make any sense. Their offensive line has been shambles. Um, the only reason they really handled the Jets last week, I think, was because the defensive coordinator for the Jets just refused to play flat cover two, which apparently is the Bengals' kryptonite. I don't know. I'm getting into way too much technical stuff here. I speak another language to most of you idiots like me. But, yeah, the Jets are the Jets, so that was really not, didn't even count as a game. And, yeah, anyway, it's a classic game. But Vegas is telling us what to bet. They're telling us to, they're trying to lure people to bet on the Dolphins. And you know us. We're not going to do that. And we're going to actually make this a game. We're going to take this game. We're so betting on the Bengals. I'm seeing right now that on the spread, 39% of the handle and 39% of the bets are on the Bengals. I love it. It's a, a Vegas pick, but not a drastic one. It's one that we're seeing a lot more of the handle and the bets on that Miami money line as well, which we love to see. Um, yeah, I just think it's a great game to bet. I think we're going to we're gonna cash out on this one. I think this is the first game that is going to go on the card, which is the Bengals minus four. It just pops right out at you. It's a perfect game to just take right off the bat. Let's get off to a hot start on Thursday. Hopefully you guys had a good Monday. I did. I took the Cowboys. I told you I leaned Cowboys on the podcast. But um, yeah, let's roll with the Bengals. Moving on to our London game. It is the Saints technically hosting the Vikings, although they are playing in probably the Tottenham Spurs Stadium or some shit. Who cares? Fucking soccer. Um, but yeah, the Saints are getting two and a half points in a, what I would consider a neutral game. So Vegas is telling us the Vikings are two and a half points better than the Saints. I think that's mostly accurate. Um, I think the Vikings are you know definitely definitively better than the Saints. But I think, you know, the Saints do have a chance in this game, to be honest. I think we've seen some Saints football that is definitely not their best. I don't think the Saints are any good. I think they're a bit of a disaster, actually, and I'm grateful the Eagles have their pick. I'm probably going to say that every week. But I am definitely not betting the Vikings here, guys. Um, we're seeing 73% of bets on the Vikings, which is not surprising to me. 27% on the Saints. And we're seeing a handle difference here. The handle is 50-50 from what I'm seeing right now. So a lot of sharps are on the Saints. I don't really give a fuck what the Sharps usually do, to be honest. I, I really could care less. I don't think those guys are that smart. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll roll here, and I'll lean Saints, but I don't think this game can go on the card. I do understand if you bet Vikings solely on the fact of, hey, you've seen 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins. Now imagine 9.30 a.m. Kirk Cousins. Like, great argument. Kirk Cousins, when less people are watching, is going to get better. Shocked he didn't set records during the COVID season with no fans in the stands. But I guess he can just feel the pressure through the camera. I don't know. I mean, this guy would probably be... I mean, Kirk Cousins is the type of guy to probably get limp halfway through his porno because he would just be like, dude, people are definitely going to be watching this. And the guy, the cameraman's probably like, dude, do we need to bring in like the fucking... The fucking <laughs> what, do you, what do you call it when, the, when there's like a horse? There's a... The <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. I feel like when they, when they have like racehorses breed, they have the, the hot horse that comes in and gets the male horse like excited and they do a little switcheroo. 
Um, but that's what I'm expecting they need to bring in to, with Kirk Cousins if he was ever shooting a porno. Is like they would need him to get revved back up with the fluffer. It's the fluffer. That's what it's called. They would need a fluffer for Kirk like every 10 minutes because he would get, get too nervous. Um, we went down a rabbit hole there. I, I'm leaning Saints. I'm not putting this one on the card. I'm tempted to put the Saints on, but I, I don't want to do it. I'm, I'm not betting on the Saints. I'm, I'm all right. Jameis Winston fucking sucks. I'm so happy about it. What a loser that guy is. Anyway, our next game is probably maybe the game of the week. It's, it's up there. There's a lot of great games this week, guys, actually. But this is one of my favorites for sure. Buffalo Bills going to the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are hosting and getting three points. So they're saying this is an absolutely even matchup, technically. Or actually, no. Okay, no, I just had a brain fart. Sorry, guys. They're saying the Bills are six points better than the Ravens on a neutral ground. Um, I think that's too much. I think the Ravens are still really good. I do think the Ravens have some kinks that they got to work through, and I don't think they're a perfect team yet. Like, the Patriots were in that game for way too long on Sunday, and we kind of knew that was going to be the case. I know they're going on the road, and it's a tough environment, but I just think if you're going to be a dominant team, you take care of the Patriots pretty quickly. I think we saw the Dolphins kind of do that. That was at home, to be fair, but um, yeah, I don't know, and the Bills, I think, are overvalued as well, but I really don't like betting against them. I almost did it, and I almost put it on the card last week, but I'm an idiot and was decided to scare myself out of it. I'm not betting on this game this week, guys. I could talk myself into the Ravens plus three all day, and I could talk myself into the Bills bouncing back and only eating three points, playing a team that I think they're better than. So I'm not going to touch it. Um, we're seeing the public pretty pretty even on this one. The percentage of bets is a little higher for the Bills, but the percentage of money is a little, little higher for the Ravens. So a little bit of disparity there, but we're not going to touch this game. If I had to lean one way, guys, oh, it's so tough. I'm probably honestly going to lean... Bills here, like, yeah, I, it's, it's actually, it's really tough, guys. It's, it's hard to see. I, I haven't, we haven't seen the Bills really lose two games in a row in a while, I think. So I'm going to lean Bills here and, um, I, I would risk them essentially not covering and, and winning by, you know, one or two points. But I, I would be willing to eat that risk. And I, I think they do cover, but I'm not touching it. I really like the Ravens as an organization. So I'm not going to bet against them in this spot specifically anyway moving on we have jets at steelers another game i'm not really that interested in it's a pretty horrible game zach wilson's coming back so the jets are probably going to get a little bit worse because of that um sorry sorry jets fans that was mean but um the steelers suck as well they should put the rookie in even though i think the rookie stinks and anyone who wears a glove on their hand to throw isn't really going to be that great to be honest so they have nothing to get excited about over there in pittsburgh um unless he like rapes someone then he'd probably play a little better for them but you know, you know, you can't can't always find the right guy off the field, I guess, in Pittsburgh. So, yeah. Anyway, guys, I, I don't have too much insight for this game. The Steelers are eating three points at home. It's uh, They're saying it's an even matchup. Kind of crazy, but I get it. And I think the Jets do have a chance to win. I, I wouldn't mind like a Jets money line play. I don't think it's a horrible idea. And it is not really getting bet very heavily. It's 33% of the bets are on Jets money line. Um, so I would, I would lean Jets here. Um, I think I could definitely see the Steelers just kind of have the sky fall for them a little bit here. Um, so yeah, I think I'll give the Jets a chance in this one. Maybe Zach Wilson plays decently. They do have a lot of playmakers and I think that defense is decent. I think that defense is decent and they can really step up against a bad quarterback. So who knows? We'll see. Not really a game I want to bet on though. So that's not going on the card. We still don't have a game on the card from any, any of the ones we talked about this week. And I told you guys how much I freaking like the card that's ridiculous but we have finally have a game that i think i am going to bet on i think i really like it and that is the chargers going to the texans 
And you guys are probably hearing me say this and thinking, oh, do you think the Chargers are going to bounce back? Like, all that. Let's get something out of the way first. One of the few times I'm going to talk about logic on this podcast. Brandon Staley is a fucking dog shit coach. What a loser this guy is. Last year, he says some witty quote about running the ball and how it's good for your offense. This guy's a moron. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. His defense looks foolish. They just got destroyed by the Jags and Doug Peterson. And Trevor Lawrence has had his, basically had his coming out party against you. As you're, and you're a defensive coach. And Trevor Lawrence is going to come out and just throw the ball all over the field like he's never before against you. That's fucking embarrassing. Second of all, why are you leaving your quarterback out there who's one of the best young quarterbacks in the league? You're just trying to let him get killed. Why not just play the backup and get, get killed? You, you like if you have confidence in your team you can make a run one and two isn't a hole you know you have the texans this week rest herbert you know feel a little better about yourself play your game and then see what happens but no and now that rashawn slater and joey bose are out this team is done like this team is like they are done there is no chance they're a playoff contender even i'm not even saying no chance they win the super bowl i doubt i would be shocked they win a playoff game if they make it in the stacked afc so yeah my preseason super bowl pick not looking great. I already cashed out that bet. I'm not even going to like sweat it out anymore. It's just not worth it. But if you didn't get the gist from all of that, um, I am going to take the Texans here. I, I don't know if I'm going to put it on the card. The only hesitation I have, guys, is that the Texans are 3-0 against the spread this year. And so teams that start off 3-0 against the spread um, don't cover at a very great rate. They covered about 40%, which you know is a significant margin, I would say. Like if, if you're going by that and if you're fading teams that have covered in the first three games, you are hitting at a 60% clip. So like that's just something to be aware of and a number we definitely should take in it into account. So I am going to circle the game. I'm going to assume I'm going to put it on my card. But I think this is just going to want to be one of those ones that gets boxed out and that we, we relax on. But I absolutely love the money line for the Texans as well, guys. They are 0-3, so I think they're due for a win. And I could easily see, you know, the Chargers just going in there and, and laying out. I, I don't, like, think this team has much juice. They definitely can't run the ball without Slater. They definitely, you know, have serious protection issues. The right tackle was already a mess. Their left tackle, tackle stinks, too. Their defense is losing pieces and looked bad last, last week. Like, this team is just out of gas. And they're giving, you're giving the, uh, the Texans five and a half points at, in their house. Like, the Texans played well in their house in week one. Like, so who knows what could happen, you know? So it's definitely intriguing. And the Texans haven't been home since week one when they tied. So they haven't lost at home. Um, yeah, I think it's an intriguing game. I think the Texans could win and they beat the Chargers in their, in, at home last year down the stretch. So Brandon Staley doesn't have the Texans number. I mean, imagine your coach that you're excited about that you think is great. Can't beat the Texans. Like, that's such an issue. Anyway, let's get off that. Probably a card game, but probably not at the same time. We'll see. We'll recap at the end. Next game is Titans at Colts. This is a really intriguing one. Um, I think this is one that the Colts need is a strong word. But um, obviously both these teams need to win this game. Um, the Colts sitting at 1-1-1 one, one, and one right now. So they're not you know out of the water by any means. They're not behind. They're a half game behind the Jags at this point after that huge win. But the Jags do take on the Eagles this week, obviously. So they have a chance to potentially hop in the lead if they, if they could. If not, you know... They would, they would only be a half game behind that is if the Jags lose to the Eagles, which we'll see. Um, but we'll get to that game soon. Anyway, with this one, the Titans are plus three on the road. Um, Titans finally getting a win last week. I, I still think they're pretty bad, um, obviously. I think the Colts, like, I, 
my gut and my ego wants them to play better and thinks they can be better, but I'm not really sure about that, to be honest, guys. I just don't know what this team, they might just be not that good, and the Jags might just run the hell away with this division. Like, if the Jags beat the Eagles this week, obviously, I think that's like a, hey, like, this is this is our division now. Like, it's blink of an eye, Jags take it. But um, at the same time, I don't, I don't really think we should bank on that happening. So for this game, I'm going to side with the Colts minus three. I think they haven't played their best football yet, flat out. I think that even in that win over the Chiefs, the Chiefs gave them that game, and they didn't play well still. If you can give Matt Ryan some time and he doesn't get sacked and look like an idiot the whole game and those receivers can stay healthy and do their work, maybe even um, Shaquille Leonard plays this week. We haven't seen him in forever, been dealing with a back injury. That would be huge. Like, we'll see. I, I think the Colts win this game. I think it's a new Colts team that isn't going to get haunted by the Titans like they were with, you know, big game Wentz. But, yeah, I, I really don't know. It's, it's super interesting. So this one I'm not going to bet on, but I am going to lean Colts. Moving on to a game I'm actually super intrigued by and I think is an under-the-radar underdog pick this week for me. It's the Commanders at the Cowboys. And so the Cowboys are at home, minus three. So they're, they're basically Vegas is telling us we think these two teams are even, which is kind of ridiculous because the Commanders had that week one win over the Jags, which was kind of weird, and the Jags could not score in the red zone and all that, and they just kind of looked like a little not ready for the moment. And the Commanders ever since then have looked awful. The Cowboys obviously had a horrible week one, but have bounced back since with Cooper Rush, won two in a row. I think Cooper Rush is not going to go 4-0 in his NFL career. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to happen against the Commanders. The Commanders are somehow going to deliver this guy kind of a weird loss in the, in the Jerry Dome early season. I think it's just fitting. I think the Cowboys have played over their head the last few weeks. I don't think they have very much talent. Um, outside of a few star players. I think Michael Parsons is obviously the man, and Demarcus Lawrence is, is pretty great too. But the defense, besides of that, is horrible. Um, I think that the offense you know, has a few weapons. Tony Pollard's a pretty good running back. CeeDee Lamb, obviously, skill can ball receiver. But what else do you have there, man? Like There just isn't a whole lot of talent on this team. And I think the commanders are going to get a frisky one. I think the Commanders might opt to like, like, rather play on the road at this point, too. If you saw their stadium last week, it was filled with Eagles fans. Kind of a disaster for them. So I, I think this is just a weird spot. I think it's it's such an under-the-radar thing. I don't think anyone else is going to be picking the Commanders this week, which is a, just a big reason I think I'm going to circle them. I'm going to put them on my card at plus three in the money line. It's, it's such a weird game, but it's that perfect profile for an under-the-radar um, just snag from Vegas. So I'm going to hop on with them. I, I think they know what they're doing with that. So I'm putting that on the card, I think. We're going to move on to another game I like. This one is the exact same spread. The home team is eating three points. It's the New York Giants hosting the Chicago Bears. Um, a weird game for me to look at. I, I like the Giants in this spot. I don't think the Giants are any good. I just think the Bears, you know, not passing the ball, that's just an issue. Like, that's not going to work in today's league. It's a miracle they're 2-1. They're the worst 2-1 team of all time. Um, the Giants probably the second worst 2-1 team of all time. So it's it's an interesting battle right here. Two 2-1 teams that are just pretty trash, um, both with horrible quarterbacks, even though Daniel Jones did have a good game on uh, Monday night, I'll say. But, yeah, it's an interesting one. I, I think that you look at this game, I, I feel really good about the Giants winning it. Um, so I would definitely lean that way with the with the spread, but it's such a small, you know, spread that I, I get scared off by it. The public is on the Giants, 
pretty heavy. I wouldn't say pretty heavy. The 55% of bets, but 79% of the money. So a lot of money on the Giants. Um, I'm not going to put it on my card just because of that and just because of the suspect nature of the line. I, I really don't like that. So I am going to lean Giants, but I'm not going to put it on my card. It could be just end up being free. Um, so I'll, I'll think about it still because the Bears are really bad, but they've played over their heads. So And, you know, I don't think putting your faith in the Giants is a good idea at all. So, yeah, I don't know. We're going to underline it for now. I don't think it's going to go on the card, but we'll think about it. We'll think about it, guys. Moving on to our next game, we have the Cleveland Browns visiting the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta coming off their first win of the season. About time. Should have had a one week one as well, but couldn't quite squeak it out. And made it close with the Rams week two. So, Atlanta's been doing their thing this season. Playing pretty well, actually. I think Marcus Mariota looks pretty good, to be honest. So, they're a frisky team this year. Um, the Browns visiting. The Browns obviously playing above their head, too. Setting themselves up for maybe have a really nice nice record going in when Watson comes back. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, this is a really intriguing game for me. I, when I first looked this, at this game, really liked the Falcons because they're, they're at home, plus 1.5. So Vegas is kind of weirdly, weirdly making the spread a little closer than I think it should be. I think most people would expect if Vegas really thought the Falcons were bad, they would make this spread a lot bigger. But Cleveland, you know, almost being a money line pick doesn't really make much sense. I think a lot of plebs are going to hop on Cleveland and just say, hey, Cleveland's definitely way better than the Falcons. Like, let's ride with them. I don't know, man. Like, I think the Cleveland Browns are not going to play this well consistently without Deshaun Watson. I think Jacoby Brissett had a great game last week, but I, I don't think he's that good. He can't be that good. Like, he cannot be that good. He's, he's shown us so much bad football. So I would absolutely lean Falcons here. But um, at the same time, the only thing holding me back is like they're one and two, and I think they're perfect at one and two. Like they're a team that's going to win half as many games as they lose. So I think this is like, this is absolutely a game the Browns, I think, should lose because I don't think they're a two and one team. I think they're a two and two team at best, like through four games of the season. But I don't think that the, the Falcons are a two and two team. So I'm not going to bet on it. I'll lean Falcons here, but uh, I'm not going to put it on the card, guys. There, This is one of the plays I really liked in the beginning, but there's so many good plays this week. I'm not going to waste my time betting on the Falcons to, to beat a team that does have a really good roster, to be fair, and has a quarterback that's playing really well right now. Like Jacoby Brissett, I don't want to admit it, but he's playing really well, so I'm not going to bet against him. All right, moving on to our next game. This is another one I like, but it is on the pleb side, but, man, I just... It's like the Ravens last week. I, I don't think I'm going to pass it up, and I think it's going to go on the card. And that is the Cardinals going to Carolina and playing the Panthers. The Panthers are minus one and a half, so Vegas is saying that the Panthers are a point and a half worse than the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals would be getting plus three in a new, neutral. Uh, or no. Sorry. The uh, Panthers would be minus three if they thought the teams were even. So they're giving a point and a half in the direction of the Cardinals. Um, it's interesting. 79% of the bets are on the Cardinals, 65% of the money. So a little more money on the Panthers, which is which is interesting. If I want to really bet this game, I am going to definitely bet on the Cardinals. It's a matter of if I'm going to give the pick to you guys. I don't really know. I don't know if I'm going to put it on my card. It's like a quality play. I, I'm going to circle it for now because I do think like there's there's a really good chance. Like Matt Rule, I think, is like 1 in, like one in 20 or 1 in 18 when his when his defense gives up like 17 plus points that is just like abysmal and I think the Cardinals will get there like they kept it close with the Rams last week I think this defense for the Cardinals 
is figuring it out a little bit and isn't you know horrible like we originally thought maybe in week one when the Chiefs just blazed them um, and the Raiders took them took them to the shed in the first half of that game. So I think there's something with this team, and I could easily see the Cardinals bouncing back to two and two, and I could easily see the Panthers going to three to one and three. So I think that it just fits the narrative and it fits kind of the Pythagorean nature of these two teams' trajectories. So. I like it even though it's pleb. Um, it's not incredibly pleb. It's not like a 90% right now, which is good. Things usually do even out by the weekend. And if CMC didn't practice today too, so that's just something to take note of. If he doesn't play, definitely. like I think there's just no way the Cardinals don't put up enough points to, to stop the, the Panthers. And I think the Panthers aren't a hard offense to contain. So I'm absolutely siding with the Cardinals here, guys. I'm, I'm going to hop on. I could see the spread shifting later in the week. We are going to circle that and put it on the card. I think this is one we're going to bet for sure. Moving on to our next game, we have Broncos at Raiders. Um, this one, another super duper interesting one. Our first, actually, wait, hang on, guys. We skipped the game. Yeah, we skipped the game. We skipped my Eagles. What are we doing? Jeez, I'm like a rookie out here. It is my rookie season, technically, though, so I should be getting let off the hook when I miss picks. Just kidding, guys. I would never let myself off the hook for you guys. I love you. That was a kiss. I don't know if you heard that. Um, anyway, I'm getting a little intimate with the microphone here, but uh, save that for after the podcast. Jeez, they got hot in here. Okay, the Eagles are hosting the Jags. Eagles are minus six and a half. Um, I think it's I think it's the right line. I think the Jags. We do have to remember did lose the Commanders week one. They have been a wagon the last two weeks though, and the Jags like I had someone shout out Adrian. My buddy Adrian texts me in my group chat this week during the games. Well, the Jags are still the old Jags, and I just was like, no, like they're not. And that was before they went on that run. So that run also helped vindicate me and kind of prove my point. Like these aren't the same old Jags. Like this defense is not bad now. They the acquisitions from the rookies, Trayvon Walker, pairing with Josh Allen on the defensive line is really good. And that linebacker, Devin Lloyd, I didn't know if he was going to be a good NFL player. He's really good apparently. He's really versatile, I think. Is what they're saying. I don't know. This is what experts are saying. I don't really fucking know. I'm not watching the tape. I got I got a life. I don't watch football tape. It's fucking boring. I bet on the games. Don't be a pussy. Bet on the games. Don't watch the tape. Um, yeah, but apparently Devin Lloyd's really versatile, helping out the defense a lot. Um, obviously, the Eagles look dominant so far, but they haven't played a really you know great team. They played the Vikings, who a lot of people think are good. I think are good, but not great. To be fair, they're definitely not great, especially in prime time. So. I think it's, they have some fair concerns as well. Um, I think six and a half is a tough number. I'm an Eagles fan once again. I think last week, I don't know. I don't know if I, I think I picked the Eagles just because I said that you know this is the game they proved they're a wagon, um, and they obviously did kind of prove they're a wagon. Just checking here if I bet the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I did lean Eagles last week. They were minus six and a half as well. Um, this one's in Philly too. Um, I think Doug Peterson's going to get a good reception, but. Gun in my head, this is absolutely not a game I'm betting on. Gun in my head, I'll take the Jags plus six and a half. I think it could be a close game. The Eagles are due to play in a close game. Um, I think the Eagles got it out, but who knows? The Jags have a shot at this one. I'm not going to lie. So, you know, just something to be aware of. I think the Eagles are not going to go undefeated, and they have a really easy schedule. So them dropping a game like this would be no surprise. But we're going to lean Jags. We're not going to bet it. Moving on to that four o'clock window, the game we mentioned just before. This is another game that I love which is concerningly um, slanted, not in my favor, where Vegas would make money if I'm wrong. So I'm already second-guessing myself because of that. It's the Raiders hosting the Broncos. The Raiders are giving the Broncos two and a half points here. 
Um, kind of outrageous. Kind of kind of crazy for the Raiders to be doing that. Um, since they're on three, the Broncos two and one, obviously coming off a big win. Uh, I, the Broncos look horrible. Like they're just not. They're not good. The Niners played really rusty the other day. I don't think the Niners are that bad, but they had a ton of mistakes. You know, Jimmy G stepping in the end zone, the fumble, interception. Like it's it's bad. It was bad the other night, but those are fixable things. The Broncos' offense just looks like it's not going to be able to consistently move the ball ever. Nathaniel Hackett was clearly a guy they brought in just to try to get Aaron Rodgers to come over to Denver. That didn't work. They had to act like they still wanted him. He sucks. Uh, he's a moron, that guy. So that's a real issue. Um, yeah, I don't have too much else here on this game, guys. I mean, to be honest, I really like the Raiders. The Raiders pop right out at me. Like Anytime you have an 0-3 team that's still eating points, that's like, okay, yeah, go time. But the fact that 67% of bets on it and 84% of the money, it's like, that's just painful, man. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that can go on the final card. Like, I just, I just don't. I, I, it's gross. That's, that's gross right there. I really don't like that. Um, but we are going to lean Raiders at the minimum. We might put it on the card. I'm going to circle it as if I'm putting it on the card right now. I wanted to do that. But I can't stack, like, pleb plays. Like, I just can't do it and I already see another one that I'm I'm gonna put on my card that's plebeian so yeah moving moving forward here we are gonna go to the Packers at the Patriots game Packers hosting the Patriots the Packers are eating nine and a half points in Lambeau um, I'm not betting on this game I don't like betting on games with backup quarterbacks in it's just not a good time the Patriots suck they're gonna suck even harder without Mac Jones even though he's not that good um, he looked like a, an actual baby an actual child he looked like he'd been shot the other day, getting carried off the field. Um, he definitely looked like a pussy. I don't think he's as big as a pussy as some people are saying. That shit must have hurt pretty bad if he was having that visceral of a reaction, so I don't really blame him. But um, <laughs> just something to take note of is how much of a bitch he did look like. But uh, yeah, you know, who knows? Probably, probably hurt pretty bad. So let's, get, let's give the guy the benefit of the doubt. He's an NFL player. He had to be pretty tough to get to this point. You know, I don't think he's a baby. Um, he did look like a baby, though. Anyway, uh, if I had to pick a side in this game, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Packers, you know, were a huge play for us last week. Shout out to them. But uh, I'll take the Patriots plus nine and a half for no reason. No reason at all. I just think the public's on the Packers. So let's ride with the Patriots for no reason. I don't know. I don't, is, who's, it's Brian Brian Hoyer playing quarterback. Yeah, they'll probably get fucking killed. But who knows? If they, if they score first, they'll probably cover. So I'm just betting on them to maybe score first and bail me out. All right, our second to last game and our Sunday night game, I believe it is scheduled for now being played in Minnesota, which is an interesting twist. Kansas City Chiefs and the Buccaneers. I'm not even going to say they're going to the Buccaneers because they're not because of that bitch hurricane Ian. Um, but <laughs> the Chiefs are eating one point right now. So favored on the road. They were favored on the road by two and a half. Now it's kind of weird that the line has shifted down when the game is basically being a home game for them now. Like, that's Kansas City and Minnesota. Very close, guys, if you're not aware on a map. Pretty, pretty close. Um, not, not, not insanely close, but, like, pretty close. Um, drivable distance. So, yeah, just something to take note of. Um, I saw this game, and I immediately loved the, the Chiefs. I still haven't seen anything from the Bucs this season that's made, inspired me at all. Um, I don't see the Chiefs really dropping two in a row. I think they're pretty, pretty fucking good. They played bad special teams last week. Who cares? Boo-hoo. Um, the Bucks, and the, on the same hand, they just haven't shown me anything all year. 
I think Brady just doesn't look there. I know they're getting some receivers back. I don't care. Mike Evans has never scared me. He's never really been a move, needle mover. Julio Jones is beyond Wash and the most overrated player of our generation, football-wise. So um, those guys don't really do do much for me. Um, yeah, I, it's tough. It's the public is on the Chiefs, seventy-eight percent of bets, seventy-nine percent of money. I hate that, um, but I, I'm absolutely putting on the on the card. I really like it. I think they're just giving Brady respect like they were giving Belichick respect last week with the spread. And um, I, I don't care. I, I think the Chiefs should be more favored. I think they're going to definitely win this game. And if you're going to give me minus one, I'll roll with it. Always, guys, I'll put minus one on my card and I'll take accountability for it. But when the spread, I think I've said this before, is minus two or less, always just take the money line. Just take the money line at 130 odds, minus 120 odds, whatever it is, because you just want to avoid that scenario where it's a one-point game and you you lose on that because you're never going to get over yourself. You're never going to forgive yourself. And if you're ever getting points, you do the opposite. You always take the spread, take the point and a half, take the two points. It's always worth it, guys. So just remember those words. You know, you're going to maybe make a slightly less amount of money, but it's way worth it. It decides if you win or lose. So just my piece of advice. But let's handle the last game of the week here. We do have the Rams going to the Niners. The Rams are plus one and a half. The 49ers are minus one and a half at home. Um, another interesting game and one that I love. I love this game, guys. I love both, both all three of the primetime games. I'm giving you primetime games to gamble on. I think I got all three of them right. I think I got all three figured out. That would be pretty cool. Um, but this game, guys, you see it and you just say, oh, dude, 49ers suck, bro. Wow, the, oh, I can, get the, I can get the Rams with a point and a half. I can get Rams with two points. Uh, Yeah, take the fucking Rams with two points. I'll take the fucking Niners. That was a horrible game the other day. But hey, we've seen this team sh- shove Jimmy fucking Garoppolo in there and get it done every time. They came back from 17-0 against the Rams last year in the last game of the season to get in the playoffs. That was fucking savagery. This team can get it done. I don't know if Trent Williams is going to play, which could be an issue. But they won that Week 18 game with Trent Williams last year, so something to take into account. And with that, man, the Rams just don't look right. I don't think they're very good right now. They're getting hammered by the public for this game, which makes me just love, love, love the Niners. Every time there's a primetime game, um, almost every time, it really does feel like that the, uh, the team that the public is on really just disappoints. And yeah, I just, I really like the Niners here, guys. I really do. I, I think it's going to be a good good gamble they're definitely going on the card and the fact that the public is on the rams makes me happy and makes me feel like i'm making the right choice so that is pretty much it guys let's review what we have we're definitely going to be on the Bengals minus four tomorrow night or tonight if you're listening to this on thursday we are going to be on the texans actually oof this is where it gets tricky guys Okay, we're going to definitely keep the Cardinals. I think we're going to keep the Cardinals. So that's our second pick. Cardinals plus one and a half right now. Get in quick before McCaffrey gets downgraded to doubtful because that really will help. I probably shift the line. Um, we are also... Oh, this is where it gets really tough, guys, because all my other picks are fucking, like, not not very friendly when it comes to the public, you know, slamming them. We're definitely going to take the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs minus one. I think they're just going to get it done. I think they're going to get it done, guys. Um, so I like that. The fact that the public's all over the Raiders is going to scare me off of that one, I think. Um, I'm going to take the Commanders plus three. I think it's fucking crazy, and I think I'm shitting myself over it already. But the fact that I hate it this much, 
good, it makes sense. It just sells me that it's worth it and that it that it's gonna work. I don't think Cooper Rush goes four and up. I don't I don't think it happens. I think all this gassing about quarterback controversy in Dallas, I think all that energy is just gonna go into the fact that oh shit, Cooper Rush stinks again. Cooper Rush got out, just got outplayed by Carson Wentz. Like I think it's a small game that Carson Wentz usually succeeds in. So I like that a lot. And I think Washington has played below their heads um, recently. And I think they're a little mad after they got embarrassed in their own stadium recently. So I will add that to the card as our fourth pick. And then after that, man, whew, I'm looking here. I think we're going to throw two more on there. Um, so our, our last three that we get to choose from are the Texans, the Raiders, and the Niners. We're going to throw the Niners on there. I love that bet, and we're outfading the public, so it's safe. Um, so that's our fifth pick, and we are going to put a sixth pick on our card here. And that's between the Raiders and the, um, sorry, guys, the Raiders. Did I even talk about the Seahawks game, Seahawks-Lions? Did I miss that? What the hell am I doing, guys? I just realized I missed Seahawks-Lions, which is another game I like, and I think I'm going to put on there. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm disgusted with myself. Um... Yeah, no, I, I like this. I like the Seahawks a lot. Fucking, this is so tough. There's so many games I like. Okay, we're gonna scrap the Texans. I think that's just. Oh, no, I don't want it though. Fuck it. Let's just make the card fucking fat as fuck, and you guys can pick what you like. We're gonna throw all this shit on. Final card. I didn't even talk about Seahawks Lions. I don't know how I missed it. The money's all over the Lions. I love the Seahawks. You should not. The Lions should not be giving anyone points. The Lions are the team that loses by three every game. They should not be giving anyone points. They're not going to cover a spread. That's not what they do, okay? Let's let's get that straight. That's not what they do. And they're 3-0 against the spread this season so far. Yeah, they're 3-0 against the spread. They're, those teams are vulnerable. I am absolutely all over the Seahawks. I am actually going to pass on the Texans because they're 3-0 against the spread. So we're going to take the Texans off the card. We're going to put the Seahawks on there. And fuck it, we're keeping the Raiders on the fucking card. Anytime a team that's fucking lost every game and is getting the fucking points, they're giving points away, they're minus two and a half, absolutely give me the Raiders. The Broncos suck. The Raiders are desperate. Hungry dogs run faster. Hungry dogs run faster. Remember that. The final card, ladies and gentlemen, Bengals minus four on Thursday night. Commanders plus three and a half I'm seeing right now on Sunday at 1 p.m. The Seahawks, give me that, plus four at 1 p.m. on Sunday. Give me the Cardinals at 4 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. They are plus two right now. Ooh, that is so free. Um, give me the Raiders minus two and a half on that 4 o'clock window on Sunday as well. Give me the Chiefs minus one at the Bucks, but in Minnesota on Sunday night. I will take that all day. And then finally, give me the Niners minus two at home in Oakland or in San Fran, wherever. Is that? No, that's not Oakland. They're not the same thing, technically. Whatever, boohoo. Shitty, overrated city anyway. Um, give me the Niners. Minus two right now against the Rams. I'm all over it. That is the slate, guys. Let's fucking ride, boys. Let's fucking ride. Let's have a week. I love it. I love it. I love it. I hope you guys love it as much, too. Sorry if this episode was a little long. Eh, it was average. Um, but yeah, I, I love anyone who listens to this. Anyone who listens this far, I will make love to you. Just shoot me a text. I will buy a plane ticket and fly out with my winnings, and you can pay me with my winnings, so I can I can be a gigolo for you with um, you know all of our gambling winnings. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing, and then we can just bet together after um, instead of smoking a cigarette on like some Russian tennis or something. All right, you guys take care. You you filthy animals. <laughs>